Okay, do you want to discuss anything first or just go? Oh, God. Disgusting. Weather. It's freezing. I don't know. Like, plan? Plan? Okay. You, uh, well, what do you want to plan? What, do you want to plan? What's, what's the plan? No, no. It's fine. We can just go. Ready? Okay. Okay. Okay, here we go. Oh, wait. I have to flip this switch. And here we go. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, February 3rd, 2023. It's just after 4 UTC as we're starting to record. I'm Sam Minter and Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Uh, hello. And uh, just to point out, like last week, we started the show by saying, hey, we figured out some stuff with Yvonne's audio, but he's back on earpods again this week because he's traveling. Well, well, let's be clear. But, but, okay, but let's be clear. Before we were on, on AirPods, not AirPods. Okay. Yeah, I know. I keep AirPod, AirPod, whatever. You know, not on purpose. Right now, I am on AirPods on purpose. Right. Okay. Now, not totally on purpose because Sam had gotten me this really nice microphone. Like a, like a travel mic. Like a travel mic. And as a matter of fact, I'd used, that's that's like the the kind you clip onto your shirt, that kind. Right, but 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 what what are they? Lavazier, Lavoie, Sennheiser. No, yeah, I know, but the the type of microphone is. Oh with, God, I remember. Uh, no, that I don't know. But anyway, but here here's the thing: I had used that microphone a lot recently because okay during the remodeling of the office when I did not have you used it for work my. Uh, no, I, no, no, no. I used it for the pod. Well, I did use it for work, but on the podcast for several weeks, that's the one I was using because I had taken uh, down the Yeti. I, 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 I didn't even notice that you and, were but doing it. Because it works really well. That's why cool. I noticed that microphone is actually quite good. Because I, I remember one time you tried to use it like with your phone and we couldn't get it work. But working with with a computer was good. With a computer, it worked great. It sounded okay. it, it sounded wonderful. It, it, you know, the sound was great. And so, and then what happened was that I switched back to the Yeti, and the computer. I don't know what the hell it been getting confused. And even though I'd set it right, it kept alternating the settings, and it kept not taking the Yeti. And so, yeah, so that was happening. But the thing is, no, but there's a thing. I, before I left on the trip, I am like, okay, I, 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 look, I, I had that, but I remember the last place I put it was back in my briefcase because I'm like, okay, I want it in my briefcase because what I want to use when I travel. And so in my briefcase, I've got like a lot of things in my briefcase. I have my briefcase ready to go at a moment's notice to wherever the hell I need to go. Okay. I have in it like, chargers right i have a backup battery i have like travel glasses for like the computer you know i have my passport my vac uh, my mm-hmm. my international vaccination cards not the vaccination cards that we've gotten but there is like ones that certify that i've got yeah like, yeah the little little book for like tropical diseases and all that kind of stuff yeah 
Exactly. I have that little book for tropical diseases, you know, that those kind of things that I found that I learned a long time ago to always keep in my briefcase. Because every time that I actually, a couple of times that did not leave, leave him there, I wound up almost on the way to the airport or showing up to the airport and not having shit I need. And so I learned, no, that's not the way to do this. You have this shit in there when you need to go it's all ready to go i got like my my little adapters like for usb on my my macbook which only has usb c okay so usb a and so it happened to be that three weeks ago we've been having an issue because of firewalls with getting information from a customer and the files were not getting through our our filtering was not letting them through so I actually went to the customer and was able to get them on a USB <laughs> stick. I had so I, old school. Well, it's the yeah. only they, they, we couldn't exactly, but I had my little adapter so I could put them into my computer, you know, put it on the thing and voila. Okay. And so got that stuff in there. So so I have that. And so I had put the microphone there. And somehow it's right. not there. And I my you can ask my wife, I spent I kept going up and down the house, going through everything and going. And she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I can't find a fucking microphone. What do you mean? I can't find it. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? But you used it a whole bunch of times. I know, but I can't find a fucking thing. So I, I kept going through drawers, closets, things everywhere. I mean, it's got, I mean, I, I there's no way I threw it out by accident. So it's got to be somewhere. I don't know where. Right. The bottom line is, as I was packing up, I could find it. And, uh, you know, I have to pack a lot more than I planned on. So, by the, by the way, just for everybody, our agenda, we're doing our butt first. Yvonne is launching into his. And and then we'll do more serious topics alternating after that. So, go, continue, Yvonne. And so, I, I'm, 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 okay, I'm, I'm in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm here for this wedding. I plan to go home on Sunday. But... I'm going to have to, I, I just had to book myself to fly on Sunday from Indianapolis to Guatemala City because, okay. uh, well, it, well, it's in the news. Originally, it wasn't, at least in the news in Central America. One of our biggest customers is a cell phone carrier. For the last eight days, and they actually finally made it public, so I can talk about it, that it's public. They have been hacked with a massive ransomware attack. And I've talked about security and my concerns about this stuff and whatnot with different customers and how they haven't taken the measures that I think are what they should take. And I, I have no idea what happened in this, in this customer. I'll, I'll, I'll be flat out right now. I don't I want to say anything responsible and say that there, that, that there is something that they did wrong. But, you know, we've talked about how major infrastructure or something happened, how this could bring something down. Well, look, it brought down what is the largest cell phone carrier in Central America down to its knees right now. They basically, people are getting cell phone service right now because basically they have to decide that, well, we can't bill, we can't sell anything, we can't do anything, but we could just keep the network open. So, down there, 
most carriers are, most customers are prepaid customers, not postpaid like in the U.S. Okay. Okay. They can't, they can't transact a postpaid. They can't transact any transaction whatsoever. So they decided, look, instead of cutting off everybody because we can't bill, that right now the network is completely open. <laughs> okay. Internet data full. You're, you're knock yourself out. Okay. Consider just providing free service. Obviously, this is costing a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They've been ten. It, it, right now, originally, we didn't know when it started, but it's right now. It's close to ten days right now, where they've had this issue, and basically, we're trying to help them get back on their, yeah, you know, to solve these issues like right now. But I, I bring it up because it's like you know we we keep talking about all these like. Uh, cybersecurity attacks and whatnot and how I've said like in the US and it seems like a lot of companies don't take it seriously. I talked about 10 years ago specifically I, I, I you know, one of my customers was Sony Pictures in the US when they got hacked and they got destroyed and they were out of commission. Now the one thing is that Sony Pictures going, you know not being able to do stuff I mean it's not infrastructure right? Okay? It's not, it's not, you know, it's not electricity. It's not cell phones. Now, the one thing is that I, what I can say is that at least that with, with what happened is that they detected it and they were able to shut off the systems and keep the network running. Their problem right now isn't about the network itself and people being able to communicate. It's been more about their business day to day, which is, hey, you want to buy a phone, you want to buy an accessory, you want to make a change. Well, I mean, we charge, you know, it's not a nonprofit. We charge for this and they can't build any customers. They can't make, you can't make any changes. You can't add lines. You can't, you can't do shit. So it's, it's very complicated. So, uh, I'm gonna, I'm trying to fly down there. We are taking some engineers and some other people to be on site because working remotely right now because of the issues is complicated and to be able to try to help them get back on their feet. Wow. I, I don't see what else we can do. But yeah, I mean, that, I, that was like not expected. And, and, and you're sure you're, you, you are sure you're okay talking about this. It's all good. Yes, it's in the news. Like right now, they, they, they actually had to issue a press release re- related to this. It, it, I mean, I'll read the, the, the release to the press. So, so, um, and basically what they, what they revealed is, let me see. I got it over here. Hold on. And it was in a, it was, in a, I, 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 I just want to make sure you weren't going to get in trouble at work for talking about anything. No, 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 no. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, look, I, 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 I'll read the, the the, the 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 public release. Uh, now, not. I mean, eh, where the heck is it? It's okay. You you don't you don't have to read it even. Oh no no I, I no 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 because it's important because look this is what they were able to tell their customers. Okay, dear customer, on the twenty fifth of, of January twenty twenty four, we identified the existence of an a nominalist activity in certain uh, on certain of our systems which is why we took immediate measures to investigate. We determined that it was an incident, a ransomware incident in some of our equipment. 
which is why, according to our protocols, such equipment were isolated, and we decided to shut down other systems as precautionary measures. We have continued to give service, which is what they've been doing, because that's, they're providing service and they're not charging people, through all other mechanisms. And we're in the process of restoring our, our affected equipment and, rest, and return it to normal operation, which is what we're assisting with in here. Uh, we are hoping that our systems will be operating in a normal manner as soon as possible. We agree. We appreciate your, I'm translating in Spanish. I appreciate your comprehension and trust from our customers. So yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, you know, it's a tough situation. I, I, I have to say, I, I don't, I don't, I've never seen, never, never had to, you know, from, telecommunications company had this issue happen before the good news step i will say look forget about the money i mean there's a monetary loss right now due to this is that they've been able to keep the taps open and people are able to use their phones which i think is the um right the positive thing that even though it's impacted their other systems that they have been able to to keep the communications running which if they have been able to impact telecommunications themselves then that would have been, that would have been catastrophic, I think. This is more a, at this point, a financial loss, unfortunately, for the company more than a, a disruption for people. There, there may be some disruption in terms of people. Hey, I need a new phone. My phone broke like that, 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 that's more of an issue, but, but they've been able to keep that running. But man, I mean, one thing about this, didn't we, I mean, didn't we have in the news this, this recently we're talking about some attacks in the U.S. and how, we, they blocked out, you know, intrusions by foreign companies. And we heard about, actually, I was reading about this one this week. I think it was one where apparently, I think they blamed China for, for taking an entire army of like, I think it's, well, it was old, not Cisco, Cisco, the Linksys, like routers okay. and, and some other brand routers like that. And that they had them as a basically like a bot army that was like doing infiltrations and that somehow oh, beautiful. they had gotten approval. I'm not sure how to be able to send out some kind of software update to all of these to basically disable all of these in all the devices that were doing this. This was recently, and it wasn't like a big news, but I read it. I didn't share it on our Slack, but I this I read it as this was happening like this week, and I realized like, man, I mean, how many? Yeah, I think J.P. Morgan Chase said that they detected forty billion attempts to penetrate their systems last year. I mean, billion attempts. Now, we know that one computer you can generate it to try like many times of attempts. Yeah, I was, I was going to say like, what, what, what do they count as an attempt, right? You know, no, 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 but, 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 but he, no, 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 they're counting as an attempt that, you know, every single like, you know, like ping that they got. Still, it, even if you say, hey, oh, well, each attempt yeah. to tried like one million of them, it's still a lot of attempts. I mean, really, literally, they are like, trying to like prevent i mean literally they're like barbarians are at their gate every day literally trying to penetrate these banks the telcos and it's it's 
So, and, and it completely screwed up your travel. And it completely screwed up my travel, yeah. Oh. So, anyway, yeah. So, okay. Ah. So, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I, I, I will not be going back home on, on, uh, on Sunday. I would really like to be home. I, I, I have too many things going on right now. Unfortunately, one of the things that's going on is that I, we have, a few people have like changed roles and have left because of normal stuff that happens at companies. And I'm trying to help to take up the slack. And it's just, that means it's just just a lot going on way too much. So I, I really would, would have liked to be back home on, on, on Sunday. And then, you know, my brother, the goodness of his heart, and actually, well, my my niece had come back from being in South Korea for a long time. Okay, she had been working there, and okay, he was like, "Oh, it's your birthday on Friday. Why don't I surprise?" By the way, happy birthday, Yvonne! For Yvonne's birthday is Groundhog's Day, which UTC is yesterday, but it's yeah. still today. So yeah, happy still, birthday! Uh, uh, thank you. You are now officially old. Uh, yes, very much so. And he was like, oh, well, I'll go see her and then I'll surprise me for his birthday. And then he forgot because I told him that I was leaving town. <laughs> did did he fly to your home? Yes. Yes. Like, while you left well, to my and parents' somewhere house. Else. And then they were going to surprise me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's and I'm beautiful. Like, That's Fuck. beautiful. And so, you know, it's already happened a couple of times where we tried to, like, for my 40th, there was an ice storm where he was at, which prevented him from arriving for that party that we had done. And then my 50th, there was a co- that it was COVID, and he tried now, and then I wind mm-hmm. up not being there. But I told him, <laughs> but he forgot. That That's beautiful. Um, Good job. Good job all around. I, I tried, yeah, did a good job all around. <sighs> so anyway. Okay, you got any other but first, or should I do something? No, 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 yeah, do something. You got another movie? Are we, are we going through all the movies? Yeah, I got a movie. It got, got lots and lots of movies and TV shows and things to catch up on. So the next one in order, which I watched in June of last year, was the 2001 version of Dune. Or 2021. 2021, sorry. I said that wrong. Okay. So it was, it's or more specifically, Dune Part 1. Part 2 is coming out in just about another month, actually. So that, that's yeah, interesting. But yeah, now I watched the 2021 Dune. And, you know, here's my comparison. Like... I am, of course, going to compare it to the 1984 version of Dune, okay? That's the one that had, like, Sting in it and Patrick Stewart and, you know, Dean Patrick Stockwell. Patrick Stewart was in that one? I didn't remember that. He he was in that. Yes, oh, he was. okay. I, I, shit, I'd forgotten that. Okay. And, and here's the thing. Like, and I, it's been a long time since I watched the 1984 one. I think there was like a Dune miniseries or something that was in between at some point. They've they've made 
there there have been multiple versions of Dune. I don't know. Or maybe that was children. Uh, whatever. Anyway, I remember the 1984 version. But the thing is, like, I never really there were some cool parts about the 1984 version, but there was also just like just a twist of weirdness. It was done by David Lynch, and he's he's known for like this twist of weirdness and all the stuff he does. And that, that actually kind of turned me off a little bit. Like, you know, it was fine, but like there, there were just a few little bits of it that like, like I didn't like the, 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 the one, one of the bad guys, you know, was portrayed as having like these big pus filled boils all over him that they would like Lance while they were well, talking and stuff. And, and you know, I just, I, I, I was not impressed by that. I don't know. And like some of the other stuff is just, I, I didn't like sting in it too much, but you know, the, the, I felt like the 2021 version was just a lot more sort of straight sci-fi. It was it was like epic sci-fi, like it's big and large scale and blah blah blah, and they're splitting it over. You know, it was it was 155 minutes for part one, and there's still going to be a part two, right? So it, it's it's like the kind of thing that could easily have been a mini series or something instead, but or a TV show. But I liked the fact that it was more sort of straight, regular sci-fi-ish rather than sort of the weird sci-fi that the the 1984 version was. And you know, I I I'm I'll give it a thumbs up. Oh, it said this you know, I was m- mentioning there were ones in between. There there was the 1984 film, there was a 2000 television miniseries and so this is the third version of it. And anyway, I'll give it a thumbs up. I liked it. It was good. I want to see the next one not necessarily right when it comes out. I'm probably not going to like run to the theaters to see it next month, but you know, I, I liked it. It was good. Uh, it apparently, it apparently won a bunch of awards. You know, it, it was, it was nominated for best picture. You know, So I guess other people liked it too, but you know, it has, let's see, Timothy Chalamet, who I guess is a big deal kind of, younger actor now it's got zendaya in it jason momoa a few other folks and and look i guess knowing my audience this is based on of course dune the book by frank herbert from you know 1965 i guess i've also read the book a number of times not recently but i did you know i've read the book i was a fan of the book i read some of the others in the series so i like the franchise in general and I liked this adaptation of it. It was pretty cool. I'm not going to say it's like something profound or something that's going to like, you know, like I don't remember a lot of details of it like right now. And I, I, you know, it's like what, eight months later. I don't remember a lot of details. I remember at a high level, I liked it. I had fun, but it's not like an, oh my God, this is profound. This is awesome. This has changed my life or anything like that. But it was a good, it was a good movie. It was fun to watch, you know, given its length, I'm kind of glad I watched it at home on my projector and probably split it up over several times and could take breaks for food and bathroom and all that kind of stuff. Like I hate the really long movies at the theater. You know, it's just, you know, it's it's more comfortable to watch things at home. I don't know. 
Like yeah, every once in a while, like the theater experience is like kind of nice. If you're, it, you, you hear the reaction of the rest of the people in the crowd and all that kind of stuff and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, I can do that every once in a while, but like, especially for long movies, it's like, really, you're going to make me sit there for 155 minutes straight and not be able to like take breaks and pause yeah. it and do other yeah. stuff. For, you know, I, you know, they're out of their minds, you know, <laughs> two hours. Fine. Once you get over two hours, it's like, you're really pushing it. And I'd I, rather watch it at home. I mean, anyway, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know that I've watched a number of very long movies at the theater, but I will say that, I mean, man, I just watched so few movies at the theaters like recently. So, Oh yeah. Like I think I've watched, Two since the pandemic or something like that. Yeah. Oh, but I'm talking about the last decade. Forget about the pandemic. I mean, I. Well, I wa- it wasn't like all the time, even before then. It was like a few times a year. Mo- almost all my movie watching is at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. No doubt. But anyway, thumbs up for this. It was a fun little science fiction thing. It's not like anything profound, like I said, but, you know, it. But it's good. It was it was well done. You liked the performances. You, the story is good, and it is good enough that I you know I want to see the sequel. So there you go. Okay, and good. That's all I got for it. I, I take it you have not seen this movie. No, I have not. You apparently did see the 1984 version, but don't remember Patrick Stewart. So you know, I I, I think I watched. I, I'm actually not even sure, but I've watched the entire movie. I am sure that I've watched bits of it. Oh yeah, but I I don't I don't I don't think I've watched the entire movie. I remember David Bowie being in it, Sting, and Sting. I remember that, but but not not but not the Patrick Stewart part. So you know, so so that's about what I remember. Yeah, D- D- David Bowie is not in it. It's just Sting. There's not David. Oh, you're you're thinking of like Labyrinth or something. Like, oh, what was what? David Bowie in? A different, wasn't he? What? No, I, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page right now. <laughs> Fuck. I thought it was, so it was just Sting, not David Bowie. Yeah, so let, uh, David Bowie filmography. Yeah, so I'm looking. Just con- uh, yeah, uh, Labyrinth. You're thinking of Labyrinth. You gotta be thinking uh, of No, you know. Not, 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 this is, okay. All right, I'll. I confused movies. Anyway, it was Sting. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> okay. Not not this is not my this is not my genre of expertise. Not your genre of expertise. You're yeah. you're 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 much more willing to like dive deep into like Mission Impossible and such. Yes. That 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 yes. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. That's all I got. Let's let's move on. And why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we'll we'll alternate on the more serious things that have been in the news this last week. We've got, as usual, stuff that's happened. It's happened? Stuff. Oh, stuff? you know, I got one more. I got one more, but first. Okay. Before okay. we move on. Because you added this to our list yourself based yeah. on feedback we got on the Commudgeons Corner Slack, which is... Yvonne needs to get punished for his language on the show. Correct. And it's, it's not the normal swearing, like the, the fucks no, and shits and no, stuff. We, no. We've sort of gotten used to That's that. Fine. But 
What do you need to get yelled at? About, about? I need to get yelled at about using the word retard. You know, you could have just said R word to revo- avoid actually saying it just now. No. Fuck. Well, that's the word. I mean, you know, look, let's be clear. I don't want to, like, people who think it's something else, let's be clear about what the fuck it is. That is what it is. And, and you know, it's one of those things, it's one of those things that, 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 you know, we grow, you know, it's one of those things that we grow up saying that, you, so many things that I'm listening to looking at things that were acceptable in the past and looking at old recordings and some stuff and the stuff that I enjoy. And then I, I, I hear them now. And one of the things that I like sometimes it's like, Oh my God, how we used to throw things that were homophobic around with impunity. Like it was no big deal. And I, 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 yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't say I ever did, but that's that's your. No, but I'm not But but I'm talking to that. In, no, 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 I'm not the culture about in general. The exactly, culture in general. the culture in general. Like, like if you if you look at old, like even like Saturday Night Live skits yeah. or whatever, but certainly like a lot of the other stuff that was going around, going back to like the 80s and yeah, 90s, I'm, and, and that, that's when we about. when we were yeah. young. Yeah, you know. There, there was lots of racist stuff. There was yes. lots of sexist stuff. Yes. There was lots of homophobic, homo, homophobic stuff, etc. And, and 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 you didn't bat an eyelid about it, okay? And you know, you look at it now and you realize. And I and I think, and, and I will say this again: that one of the things that I I do truly believe that this election in night in two thousand sixteen brought to light was look i i i i people like myself i i will say me that i sometimes heard some some groups that were far more oppressed than from my minority group or i i am because I could, i'm a minority group but the reality is that because I'm white even though i'm hispanic and i i don't have an accent i don't i don't face as much discrimination as others that's just a fact, okay, and I and I, you know, especially because I mean I worked in such an inclusive environment where I would hear people and I'm thinking, no, we're making so much progress. I think that we're in a better place. It's not. It's not that I'm, you know, I thought that we were in a better place. I thought I, I thought that we were in a better place. I realized that it opened my eyes. Fuck, we weren't. We really weren't. And realizing that sometimes we make those jokes because I thought I'm making the jokes from like a point of view of like, ah, that's something in the past, whatever, it's not real. But but the reality is that it wasn't. And that's what we really see now very clearly that none of that was. Sad. Yeah. And so that's why I cringe so much about it. And I, yeah. And so I think Bob called you out a few times in the last couple episodes. You've you've used that word or variants of no, it. And Bob I, no, said I, that he, Bob said that it was the last episode. He didn't say the last few episodes. Is that in the last episode? Well, yeah, but I don't know when he said last episode, which was the last episode he'd listened to. I, I forget exactly when it was. But but in any case, like I remember like when I was editing and noticing that and thinking, eh, should I edit it out? And I, I didn't, and maybe I should have. And even more to the point, you have asked me before to call you out in real time when you say it. Exactly. 
And I think, I think like, I think I even noticed when you said it, but I was like, you were on the roll, you were in the middle of something and I, I, I didn't feel like interrupting and I should, I should. No, you need to. I'm like, no, I, I shouldn't be saying that. But unfortunately, it, it's, you know, sometimes I forget. And so, you know, so I, I, yeah, that's my mea culpa. It's, it's not acceptable. And it's clearly one of the words that was routine for you in a certain meaning that you you weren't necessarily like intentionally using it to slur a group no but it's a it's a synonym for you for like stupid yes and you just use it routinely and and it's a habit but culturally it's is used not just me the reality is that i mean i still i i I remember so many movies and places where it was just used all the time. This it's it's a word that that that, that was used it culturally across so many places, and it's just not n- no, it's not 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 no, not acceptable. No. Okay, well that note out of the way, let's take a break, and when we come back, serious topics. Serious, serious. We're gonna get really serious. Very, very, very. I'm going to start Okay, we're back. So, Yvonne, where do we start? We are going to be now very, very, very deeply serious. That's where we're going to start. We are going to take on the the serious topics and use a solemn tone. So, the first topic that I'm going to go into to maintain my solemn tone is how MAGA has melted down over Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. Bring us up to speed on that one, and then we can discuss it. It's just Okay, so, look, I, I mean, I, I've been tracking this because I watch football, okay? And okay. I, I actually, the, the football player himself, who Taylor Swift is dating, a guy named Travis Kelsey, is a guy that I have liked for a very long time. You know, he really, he's been playing football for over 10 years uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, which are playing in the Super Bowl. And, you know, I, I still remember that in this other podcast that I, that I listened to, he had been invited to be on the podcast like many years ago, just on a whim. And, it's just one of those guys that the personality was just so contagious. You know, his, his charm, his happiness, his wit was so contagious. Okay. 
there are so many sports guys that come on interviews and they are, I mean, they are, I mean, don't use the R word. Don't use the R word there. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't. They're so dull. They are extremely, yeah. oh, no, no, I'm not, no, no, they're dull. It's, it's just, it's just an interview that's very wooden. Just a lot of like cliches, you know, they mm-hmm. have like just these things down. So what's going to happen in the game on Sunday? Well, we're going to go out. We're going to play real hard. Well, that's great. Thank you for the insight. <laughs> You're going to play real hard. I mean, I don't <laughs> play real hard. You tell me something more. So the interviews are very dull and wooden. Okay. But right. no, this guy was just on and he was just so funny, witty. It just, it was just engaging. And you could tell that. It sounds like you should be dating him. Yeah. <laughs> Not my type. Okay. But, you know, I, I, it's just, it was just, you know, he's the kind of guy that if you want, you know, if you showed up to a place like I was just at a dinner tonight, it's like one of these things like having some chit chat. And I actually met some people that had a good fun conversation, but he is a guy that if you met, you would strike up a conversation and it would be witty. It would be smart. It would be, mm. you know, it, it would be, you would enjoy the time with him. So okay? he's not just some yeah, dumb but, jock. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. No, he's he, he, he's great. And, you know, one of the things that started earlier this year, more controversy with him, is that, you know, he decided to be uh, the, the the star of a promotion by Pfizer for people to get. For the vaccine. For the COVID vaccine. Uh, yes. Okay. And you know what? Another player who is pseudo intellectual anti-vaxxer took him to task like for it and you know he was just like he made some very you know he was asked for it in, in a in a press of uh, press conference and he you know he really handled it really well okay and you could tell that the guy was like you know what you know why i did it i did it for my family i did it for my co-workers i did it for everybody and i got the vaccine i want to make sure i want to keep, keep as many people safe and they want to make fun of me, make fun of me, but I'm going to do what's right. And when you, in this politicized environment, to have a guy like that, to go out and not just get vaccinated, be the post Pfizer, and like, in, in in that sport, just go and like, basically take on these critics. I was just like, wow, this, I, I like this. I mean, that made me like him more. I already liked him before. Okay. And, and then, the reality is that, you know what? What? He started dealing t- Taylor Swift. There, there was something about the story that was like very interesting about how they had met and he had tried to talk to her and somehow they connected and, you know, they've been dating. And the one thing is that I, I said about what I, what I, you know, it's been, I don't know, they just started dating for some reason and everybody, Taylor Swift is, has been openly anti-Trump. Yep. And Travis Kelsey got is openly, oh my God, he's getting vaccinated on TV. Okay. And promoting it. And just the MAGA world had their head just like explode because they are so popular. And I mean, this is all a PSYOP operation to win the election for Biden. Literally, I just saw this week and and I guess 
Yeah, just just to be just to be clear, it's not just hey, we don't like Taylor Swift because she's a liberal, and we don't like no. you know what's it, what's his name Kelsey Grammer. No, Kelsey, no, 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 no not, not Kelsey. Her. That's what David Letterman said. <laughs> <laughs> David Letterman. <laughs> it's hilarious. By the way, I. I, I <laughs> now, I, 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 I've used that same joke on this show a few months ago, too, by the way. But oh, oh, so, uh, so, OK, yeah. So that's yeah. David Letterman called him Kelsey Grammer. Anyway, they it's not just that they don't like them because they're liberal or they like vaccines. Correct. They've gone well beyond that to oh. it's all about a conspiracy to make Donald Trump look bad and to what all this stuff. Yes. It, it's insane. Like it's some big nefarious plan that's been going on for months and they might Year. not even really well, be well, dating their years. years. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're not in love. It's all fake. It's all it's all fake for for political purposes and to win the election. Yeah. And meanwhile, there are other people just sort of this has been all over like not just like well, I was going to say not just the crazy conservative media but also Fox, but I mean Fox is crazy enough um but things like there's no taylor swift should be one of us she should be conservative what has gone wrong here oh yeah i I was like actually looking for that post where it was this one woman who said that aren't the awards enough or isn't everything enough then that 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 she's going to turn into witchcraft I mean, it was just, oh, oh, here it is. This is an elected party official in Georgia, the official Georgia Republican Party, okay? And she said, grew up, Taylor Swift grew up in church. She has publicly claimed to be a Christian. As recently interview she did, having a proverbial meltdown about not voting for Marsha Blackburn and justifying going against her conservative parents. By the way, her parents are not, as far as I can tell, her mom was completely on her side. Her right. dad th- it w- was concerned about her safety. Exactly. Okay. So, so, so she's, you know, also like, you know, inserting a whole bunch of stuff. I've watched her slip further and further into the secular immorality of the music industry. Nothing is ever enough. Not enough awards, not enough risque songs. Her songs are not risque. Not enough shock. I don't know what shock Taylor Swift does. I, I, I don't know what the fuck. Not enough money. Witchcraft and Satan await. I saw one clip or quote or something of some con- some conservative commentator saying he figured it all out, and the reason uh-huh. she's dating him is because he got a seventy thousand dollar bonus once. <laughs> and and it's like, <laughs> do you have any idea how rich this woman is? I mean, it's like the fuel bill for her, <laughs> like her, her trip to make it to the Super Bowl. I'm just like, you know. Uh, oh, well, all of a sudden, by the way, uh, Fox people were concerned about the carbon footprint that she, she might be doing by, because she's going to be having concerts in in Tokyo before the Super Bowl. So she's going to have to fly. She's going to fly to, have to fly to Vegas. And they were all like, oh my God, and the carbon footprint that she's going to generate by. Now, this is actually something that people on the left have been criticizing her for for a while, just in terms of, you know, and and a lot of celebrities, not just her, but for private right. jet travel and how much the carbon footprint of that is and all that. But it's just funny coming coming from the coming from Fox people. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I will say this: that I, I am one that I I I understand how certain people cannot really travel commercial. Okay, I I don't want President Biden traveling commercial. Okay, I don't think that that would be ideal. And I can understand how her being probably one of the biggest pop celebrities, like that, if if not the if not the biggest, one of the biggest, how disruptive it would be to be at an airport if she's having to travel through it as a regular person. So I I I I, I will say that I don't. I don't, you know, these people that are complaining about that, I'm like, sorry, but, but, but there are certain things that just don't work. Okay. I, I, and I get that. And I'm, I'm perfectly happy doing my personal carbon sacrifice. So those people that we, you know, those people that are that famous that they can do that, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not, not going to begrudge them for that. But, 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 you know, the, the whole hypocrisy of the right about it is just, just to, ridiculous i i i just you know yeah yes for 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 certain people it it's just it's disruptive to everybody else it's harrowing for them yes etc and they've got the money to do it let them fucking do it i i you know i understand the carbon carbon footprint arguments and all that kind of stuff but i mean uh they can try to listen they can i understand but 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 at the same time like I, I was talking about carbon footprint recently. There are things that they could try to do mitigate it. I, I understand that it's not it's not the same, but but that, but they, they certainly, you know, uh, like one of the proposals that I saw, which I actually think makes sense, is that there should be heavy carbon taxes on 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 on, on private jet travel in order to to mm-hmm. do carbon mitigation for what that entails. And I'm I'm shit, I'm like all oh, totally for that. I'm one that pays voluntarily a carbon tax on myself so i'm like right you know it's all me i'm like yes yeah that's fine just do it yes so anyway so anyway mega going crazy about this any any other like i I mean it part of it like she also when she was doing her tour i mean she's still on tour internationally but when she was on tour in the u.s earlier she did a voting drive as part of it and apparently Oh, they're all freaking out about it. Yes. Yes. And, 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 you know, and yeah, so maybe she will be a, uh, deliver a whole bunch of votes to Joe Biden. Okay. (laughs) Too fucking bad. Yeah. Sorry, people. I mean, but, but they're having just a, I I mean, I, I think for whatever reason, somebody had said that for some reason, people on the right had, had her as their own or, or they thought she was. For some reason. Well, the whole thing is, you know, she's from Tennessee. She's white. She's blonde. You know, she started in country music, you know, blonde. Yes. And so it's like, if you just had to choose via stereotypes, you'd be like, oh yeah, of course she's going to be conservative. Right. Right. Yep. You know, but no, no. And, and And this is also part of conservative America has had, a big issue going back a long time now that sort of the cultural zeitgeist, the cultural elite is not conservative. Right. Like 
you know, the, the, the Hollywood liberals they've railed about for years. They've railed about the media in New York and LA and all of this kind of stuff. And it's just at a, at a very base level, the culture of the country, the, 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 the popular culture that everybody knows and follows has been getting more and more liberal over time. Right. And, you know, and they, they, they can't stand things like, for instance, you know, you go to Netflix and look at the most popular shows and they're all multiracial, multicultural families and stuff, you know? Oh my God, the, the end of the world. You know, yeah. Like what? And, and okay, there are a whole bunch of TV shows about people who are gay or trans or whatever. And it's like, that shouldn't be in our, our popular media. That's we, we need to protect our kids from that. Look, the other day I was watching, listen, the other day I, I can't remember what I, I was watching. Uh, streaming an episode of Law and Order. And for whatever reason, the commercials were all about HIV medic, a lot of HIV medication commercials. I've seen those. And those HIV medication commercials also show a lot of gay men kissing. Mm. And I am wondering, and I'm like, I'm thinking, look, I'm, I'm good with this. It's fine. But I was thinking, oh my God, can you imagine? People like these conservatives watching these, if they're streaming this, what, what, what are, what are they doing? Are they, are, are they like, you know, kicking their TV? And a lot of them probably are, or, or it, this is why they're mad all the time, right? Like they, yes, cause they, is, yes. they get upset by things like this and it's getting more yes. and more unavoidable in the culture. It's like normal. They were normalizing it. We're normalizing this deviant behavior. Exactly. That that's their mindset anyway. Yeah. Like, cause, cause yes, you look at all the popular TV shows and yes, there, just to be clear, there are lots and lots of heterosexual couples in popular media too. Yeah. It's not yeah, like they're think? going away, but, but you know, yeah, you'll have the gay couple and they're there and, Nobody bats an eye and it's just normal and part of what's presented and no one cares. And the, the show is about that. Or you'll have a show that has, you know, the, the gay couple as a lead or a trans character that's just there. And it's not even part of what's discussed. They're just there. And, you know, it's, it's, this is the kind of thing that freaks them out entirely because it's, it's sort of signs of the culture slipping away from them. And this is the whole thing that when they say things like, you know, we're, we're losing our America. We have to take America back. And all this is the kind of stuff they're talking about. Like it, it's, it's the cultural stuff. It's the racial stuff. It's the, it, it, it's, it's simply having anything outside of the little, like, Wally and the Beaver 1950s sitcom kind of world like drives them insane. Right. Totally. They're they're being driven nuts. And, and so it's our fault. It's our fault. We're driving. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, we're we're you know yeah. we we should not be shoving that stuff in their face. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Are making these people terrible. 
You know, I should, should should mention that, you know, one of the problems that we have as people who are Democrats is I, I, I got to, to this town in, you know, in Indiana, Fort Wayne. There was a, I, 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 I can't, I, I had never seen this before. I've never seen a Democrat office like this, but there's an office across the street that said whatever county Republican Party office. Okay. And I am like, look, this is our problem. We don't have the same for Democrats. These guys are too organized in these places. There's no way that that we can sustain like really the majority of Americans want without fucking doing basically the same thing in a whole bunch of places. Well, and just just to be clear, I, I, there probably is a Democratic office somewhere. Like, I mean, now that my wife is involved in, well, I was about to say, now that I, now that my wife is involved in Democratic Party politics, I've been at the county Democratic office. I've been at the state Democratic office. I know that these places are out there and they exist and all of this kind of stuff. I've, I know where, you know, certain politicians have set up their local offices. You know, I, the, these things are out there, but the thing is, you're absolutely right. Probably that in, in redder areas. Yeah. You know, you're the, the democratic office is not going to be like flamboyantly showing their colors, right? you know, because they might be worried, you know, in this environment, you know, if, if, if you're worried about safety issues, yes, you know, you, you don't necessarily want to, you know, have like a big ass sign that says, Hey, here's the democratic headquarters of super red County, Indiana, you know, but you know, certainly, but, but you know what? I mean, I understand that it may be riskier, but yet, but we need to, and that's the problem. We, we, it, it's just, we can't normalize just being intimidated by, by this shit. Well, and all, but it, it's also related to money, right? Like, well, e- yeah, e- well, even in the county, even in the county where I am, I said, I've been to the Democratic County headquarters. It's a few rooms in a basement in a well, building. Well, this is like a know? little corner in a shit building. Cause, cause you know, because so. it costs money to like rent space and stuff. And, you know, you know, especially like local organizations don't necessarily have a lot of money, you know, so the, you know, they do what they can. But, but yeah, that, but you definitely see, you definitely see differences in presentation, <laughs> you know, I mean, e- even, even in like a, a fairly blue area, like where I am right now, you don't have Democrats with the big ass, with a big ass blue truck with Biden flags behind it. Yes. You do. You do have the big ass truck with the Trump flags. But, but you know, I, I, you know, look, I, that, that's, that's a whole different story. That's just, look, I, <laughs> I, I, I still like, I'm remembering that I, I was worried about in 2012 specifically, how there are so many Romney signs or whatever. I, I really don't think mm. that the, that, 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 that there isn't like a, there, there isn't the, a good correlation between that kind no, of no, shit. No, no, there, there's there's not a correlation between that kind of stuff and like voting, right? But it does affect sort of the 
the cultural perception of yes, the area. Yes, no, that's right? true. And how yeah. you feel about being there. So like, if I'm driving through an area and I see Trump paraphernalia everywhere, I'll be honest, I don't want to be there. I want to get out of there as quick as possible because I feel like I'm in enemy territory. You know, whether whatever the actual percentages are, because there are probably lots of Democrats there, too, because like we've talked before, like, you know, even the most even the reddest states in the country, like you look at Wyoming or something, it's still like 25 percent Democrat. You know, it's it's still like but the perception and the feeling is different. And I'm sure it applies the alternate way. Like if, if you got deep red people visiting a deep blue city, they're probably feel uncomfortable by what they see too. Yeah. But you know, this is, this is where the things like the flags and the banners and the, all of this kind of stuff come in. Cause yeah, where I am, I also see the, you know, rainbow flags on a fairly regular basis. I see the little, the little banners that say we accept everybody and blah, blah, blah. Those are there too, you know, but so those kind of outward presentation things, affect the feel of a community, even if they're not directly tied to like, oh, you see a bunch of Romney signs, therefore Romney's going to be. Right, 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 right. Ah, okay. So anyway. Okay. All right. What do we got now? Should I just jump into a topic now or should we take a break and then I do something? Break, break, break. Take a break. Break, 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 break. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I'm going to play the election graphs break, and then I guess we'll talk some politics stuff. Not that that wasn't politics stuff, but a little bit different. You know, whatever, you know, blah, 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 blah. We got Trump stuff. We got primaries and caucuses. We got Fannie Willis. We get that kind of stuff. We'll do that in the next segment. Back after this. Do you want to understand what is really going on with the presidential election cycle? then go to electiongraphs.com right away. There you'll find charts and graphs covering the nomination processes in both parties and the general election race for electoral college votes. For the delegate races, we track not just delegate totals, but also the ever-important analysis of how each candidate has to do with the remaining delegates in order to actually win. For the Electoral College, we track state-by-state poll averages to categorize which states are actually in play and which are not in order to show you the range of likely electoral results and how that changes over time. Sure, you can get some of this stuff elsewhere, but not in exactly the same way, and not from me, Sam, your prime curmudgeon. I think my election trackers are better than the rest, so come look at mine, electiongraphs.com. Okay, we are back. So let let me start, and this will take like five seconds. There are primaries and caucuses that will be happening between now and our next show, but none of them are ones that anybody's paying any attention to or are going to matter that much. So like Saturday, like, well, today, UTC, as we're recording this, Saturday, February 3rd, we have the Democratic primaries in South Carolina, but Joe Biden's basically unopposed. I mean, technically, we got a couple other people, Dean Phillips and Williamson on the ballot, but nobody's taking them seriously at all. So there's no, we expect Joe Biden to like basically get almost everything out of all this, both in terms of popular vote and delegates. 
Some people have said you're still going to want to pay attention to t- turnout and exactly how much the margin is anyway, but there's no real suspense there. Same thing for the Democrats in Nevada on Tuesday. Then on Thursday, and, and, and on Tuesday, there's a Nevada primary, but Nikki Haley's in it, but not Trump, and it doesn't matter for delegates. Thursday is Nevada for the Republicans on the caucuses, which do matter. But on that one, Trump's in it and Nikki Haley is not. So Trump's just going to get all the delegates. And finally, we have the Republicans in Virgin in the Virgin Islands also on Thursday, but they only have four delegates and nobody cares because it's not the mainland. So, you know, who knows what they'll do and who cares really? Because it's a, a few delegates. And, you know, sometimes I've noticed these, like territories and such end up just designating people who can do whatever they want when they get to the the convention anyway. So anyway, so that's going on. Okay. Yeah. Sounds, sounds, sounds great to me. Okay. So with that out of the way, the other main sort of political things that I want to get through today We do have sort of a bunch of Trump legal stuff still going on. Um, Speaking of Trump legal stuff, okay? So, um, yeah. by the way, I guess he he fired Alina Haba. Well, he said he's looking for another lawyer. I I did not see anything official that she's fired, uh, but... Well, I, I will say that I was reading a little bit more into how that relationship had been going on over the last several months, okay? Okay. And, yes. and one of the things that it, it was very clear was that she was, during her representation of Donald Trump, Uh huh. what she was doing was basically... Just trying to please him. Yes. Not really being a lawyer for him. Because a lot of times, a lawyer... Will tell you not to do shit. Right. It'll tell you, no, that's stupid. We're not fucking doing this. And look, I have hired... I, we, I, we also know, though, but like this is Donald Trump. He used to, like, he has gotten rid of anybody in his life who will tell him no. But but unfortunately, it, it's just an awful way to be a person's lawyer. And one of the things that a few people were mentioning was that if Alina Haba was in court without Donald Trump, she actually behaved like a regular lawyer. And then when he was, like, right there, he would keep telling her stuff, whispering, egger on, or maybe even loudly telling her that she had to do something. And so she would be a lunatic. There was an incident that I was reading recently where, I mean, this is like a normal thing where, look, if you're having a deposition, you're having something that's going on all day, a mediation, deposition, whatever the fuck it is. Look, at some point, hey, we're ordering lunch. Okay? And Whoever's hosting will buy lunch, whatever. It's no big deal. You're not you're not ordering like you know steaks or whatever. You're getting some sandwiches, getting some stuff, whatever, for people. And I think like during one for Trump, or they were, it was at their location. Well, she went to that. Well, we'll we'll order some lunch, 
And all, Trump went off in a rage because they were going to get lunch. And we're talking, you know, it, it, right. it's like this shit like that, but it's just, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. Well, and again, this this characterizes Trump in general, and I think it's getting worse as he's getting older and he's getting more desperate and he's running out of money, you know, with all of these things together. Y- yeah, like he he wants the lawyer who's not going to tell him lo- no. He wants the lawyer who's going to let him write half of the like legal pleading and and just put some legal stuff around it, but still have in the middle the paragraph about how it's a vast conspiracy with Joe Biden doing whatever against him because he's the best has the best polls that anybody has ever seen in the history of the universe. You know? Yeah, he want he wants all that in there, you know. And if you if you don't do it, he's going to fire you anyway. Right. Yep, that's exactly how that works. And he's not going to pay you. Look, I mean, let's be clear. Julia, listen, Giuliani in his bankruptcy filing basically named Trump, uh, you know, that he owed him money. Yeah. Because he didn't pay any of that shit. He, he refused his bills. Right. Now, for Haba specifically, Trump posted he is looking for new lawyers for the appeal. Yeah, that's right. I have not I have not seen something specific that says she's fired. I wouldn't be surprised if she's fired, but at the same time I've heard a number of people comment that you actually probably want another lawyer to do the appeal anyway because one of the things you might want to appeal on, yeah, one of the aspects of the appeal might be throwing the previous lawyer under the bus in certain areas. So you want to you want someone with that fresh perspective anyway just as a good practice. Yeah. So whatever. So let's hit those cases. The one that Haba was in was the, 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 the big civil trial. Well, th- th- this was the civil trial on the Eugene Carroll stuff, the 83 million, blah, blah, blah. And so that's going to, that's going to be appealed, but he has to put up the money. We haven't determined exactly how he's going to do that yet. He either pulls, does the full amount or a partial amount for bond, but then somebody has to trust him with the bond, et cetera, et cetera. We talked about that last week. The other things that are sort of ongoing right now, and and there haven't actually been the new developments we've expected. And that's the thing to talk about, actually. In the In the civil trial with his business, the judge had initially said that he hoped to have the the final ruling with the the amount of money and all the justification and everything by the end of January. Right. End of January has come and gone. The latest reports we have are he's now he's now targeting more mid February-ish. At first it at first it sounded like it was slipping to like February 5th and then there were more reports that eh, maybe even later in February than that. And so on the one hand people are saying, well, well what's taken so long, right? But the judge did specifically say, by the way, when he said, I'm going to try to get it out by the end of January, he actually said specifically, I'm trying, I'm going to put out an effort, but I'm not making a promise. Just to be clear, the judge actually used like words very similar to that. So it's disappointing 
that that hasn't come out yet, but it's we shouldn't be too upset. The the judge did give warning that it was only a target. But the one that everybody is much more frustrated about right now is the appeal to the circuit court on the whole issue of Trump's argument that he has absolute immunity as president, which would potentially make a whole bunch of these cases just go away. Like specifically, this appeal is related to the the DC trial. That's the one that would go away immediately. Uh, There might be ramifications for others. And at the time that they did the oral arguments, most predictions were like, we're going to have result in, in a week, maybe two weeks, but certainly not past two weeks. We're now past three weeks. And, and people are like, well, you know, for normal appeals, this is like not unusual. It's not unusual to take four weeks, a month, maybe even longer to come up with the verdicts on some of these things. But the court had been acting like it was in a hurry. They set very aggressive dates for the oral arguments and all of the briefings that led up to that. And so there's been a lot of speculation on why is it taking so long? Is it that because also everybody seems to expect that, of course, they're going to say no to the absolute immunity, like the arguments for absolute immunity were fairly ridiculous. The judges seemed very skeptical of them. And so we won't know. Like I've heard so much speculation on exactly what might be going on here. Maybe they're just trying to really lock down the what they come back with. So it's unimpeachable and the Supreme Court will just say, oh, we like that. We would no need for us to review. Maybe there's a disagreement with one of the judges out of the three that maybe has different reasons for saying what they're saying. Or or maybe there's disagreement on what they're going to do with the mandate. Uh, there, there are a whole bunch of different things, but it's all speculation. But the point of all of this is, in the meantime, delay, delay, delay is working. Well, it's work. Well, look, he's got an $83 million judgment right now, but he's got to either, he's got to post like that kind of money just to fucking appeal that judgment. He's got, listen, February, listen, we're not talking that, that the, the New York case is getting delayed to 2027. We're, I, we're, I, I was talking about the DC case. Oh, no, 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 no. But I'm talking, I, no, but what you said is that delay, delay, delay is working. It's worked on certain things, but, but the reality is that, that delays are finally, they're catching up, you know, yeah, we 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 the 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 civil cases are moving right along. It's the the delay is working on the on the on the criminal cases, on the big criminal cases. You're absolutely right. Like there's the New York criminal case that looks like, you know, hey, the DC case is officially out of March. That means New York can go ahead. Now, no one really wanted the New York case to be first, but okay. We'll take it. You know, it looks like New York's ready to go at the end of March. Right. You know, and that's about Stormy Daniels and paying her off. And it's being presented as well as, hey, this is election interference, too. This was specifically about trying to keep damaging information from coming out before the 2016 election. You know, so but it looked the, the D.C. trial is 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 one that 
there was still a lot of hope that it would actually get moving pretty quickly. Now, just to be clear, it's not at all clear that DC is like, oh, okay, we're missing November, right? It may well be that at this point, maybe we're talking May, you know, instead of March. It all depends on how fast the, you know, we're still waiting for this stupid answer from the appeals court. It depends, like, if it comes out Monday, maybe the delay is not that big. If they sit on it another month, maybe it is. And it also depends on the mandate they put on it. Do they do they bring it back with the sort of default calendar that gives Trump 45 days to ask for an in-bank hearing and even more time after that to go to SCOTUS? Or do they accelerate the timetable? And we just don't know. We just don't know what they're doing with that stuff. But it's, and we've had a, a, a bunch of additional polls related. I mean, this is backing up stuff we've heard before, where a lot of people say a conviction would matter to their vote. A lot of Republicans are saying a conviction would matter to their vote. And that sort of ties in. There was a new set of polling that came out today. And let me get the reference real quick. But basically, that a huge, huge portion of the American public has no idea about any of this at all. Like they're they're just not paying attention. Here's I'll give I'll give the reference. There was a Washington Post article by Philip Bump posted on February second. Most Republicans aren't aware of Trump's various legal issues. Well, I mean, if you're watching Fox News, it's like it's not happening. I mean, if you're watching Fox News, what the fuck is happening? I mean, it's all about, what's his name, Hunter Biden, Taylor Swift, whatever the fuck. I mean, yeah, it's like that doesn't, none of that exists. So here... Here's an interesting part of the article. So YouGov presented American adults with eight legal scenarios to judge the extent of the public's awareness. Two were invented (laughs) that Trump faces charges related to emoluments or related to drug trafficking. (laughs) Happily, Happily, less than a quarter of respondents said that those legal threats actually existed. Okay, that's still like, okay. Less than a less than a quarter. That's still uh, a quarter of Americans thought that he's being charged with drug trafficking, Sam. Yeah, um, well, less than a quarter. But I, I, I assume when he describes it as less than a quarter, it probably means it's twenty, twenty three percent, something like that. Exactly, twenty three percent of Americans thinks that there is a drug trafficking chase case involving Donald Trump. I mean, yes. fuck. <laughs> the other six were real. The one that was familiar to the most people was the federal classified documents case. Six in 10 Americans said they were aware of that case. That's it? That's it? Six That's it. Percent? That means four, 40% of Americans have no idea that that case even exists. And that is the one that had the most awareness. I mean, you know, I, well, here's the reality about this. Go back yeah. to, I still go back to what we were doing this show for first in the early 90s. Look, uh-huh. 
this lack of knowledge about what the fuck is going on hasn't really changed. Okay? People have no clue about nothing. They still don't have any clue about nothing. The only change that's happened right now is you've got a hardcore base that what I have described it now recently, that I came up with the best thing, is that they have undergone a massive Pavlovian experiment. Okay? Right. That all that they, they have been conditioned to react to certain things now, even when they aren't happening for real. It, 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 and, 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 and that's what, what, what it is right now. They just hear their, the, 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 you know, the, 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 the silent whistles, all the, all the buzzwords, you know, about vaccines, liberals, gay, whatever, and, you know, diversity, you know, I don't know, which they, has been made into bad words and voila, they're all like, so, so let me give let me give some of the specific numbers because we were guessing twenty three percent, and actually for the emoluments clause one, the overall number was actually twenty three percent. Twenty three percent believe that Biden, uh, Biden that Trump has been charged with violating the emoluments clause. Now that one, by the way, the false ones, it's the Democrats who are like. of Democrats believe that Trump has been charged with violating the emoluments clause. Oh, fucking morons. You're all morons. You, you, come on. What the fuck is wrong with you people? And, and then the, the drug trafficking one, the overall number was only 9%. So only 9% of Americans. Okay, well, there you go. Now that, once again, it's the Democrats who are deluded here. It's 17% of Democrats believe that Donald Trump has been charged with drug What is wrong with you? (laughs) You idiots! Now, on the ones that are real. Uh So let's look. To your knowledge, has Donald Trump been found liable for sexually assaulting and defaming E. Jean Carroll? Overall, 55%. Democrats, 70%. Republicans, 45%. Are aware that this has happened. That's that's not terrible. Okay. For fraudulently fraudulently inflating the value of his properties, overall, 47% are aware of that. 71% of Democrats, 26% of Republicans. Okay. At charged with falsifying business records to conceal hush money payments to a porn star. Overall, 55% Democrats, 74 Republicans, 39 taking the highly classified documents. Overall 59 Democrats, 73 Republicans, 45. Fuck. I mean, Republicans are not even over 50% on any of these. Right. Okay. Just to finish these up before we talk about them all. Conspiring to overturn the results of the election, overall 56%, Democrats 73%, Republicans 42%, and being charged with attempting to obstruct the certification of the election, overall 51%, Democrats 69%, Republicans 36 So you're right. The Republicans aren't over 50% on any of these. And this isn't like, do you feel this is justified? Do you feel this is fair? No, do you feel he's guilty? Do you know, right, do you know, do you know that this is going on, right? Yes. 
It's it's like it's not even getting to the point of like, is this fair? It's just even being aware that this is happening at all. And you know, this this is where, you know, the whole thing of like, oh, people say that it would change their minds if they knew he was convicted, but the but the indictments don't make a difference. Most of these people don't even know the indictment has happened. No, it's crazy. I mean, it's just so insane. How could these people not know? And this this goes back to, you know, a when when we were talking a couple of weeks ago about how the Biden campaign folks were saying, look, you know, this is all going to change when people feel that it really is Biden versus Trump because everybody doesn't believe that. One of the Biden people, unnamed Biden source, the, the quote was something, and I'm going to paraphrase here, but the quote was something like, you just cannot possibly believe the level that these people have no idea what's happening, <laughs> you know, and and that's where we are right now. And that is one of the things that changes as the election year progresses is that all of this will be more in front of people's faces. If any of these trials actually start happening, they're going to be harder to avoid. I mean, hell, even Fox will cover some of the trials, you know, but it it's just yeah and and the 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 delay makes a difference like if 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 the dc get let's let's look at a pot- potential current timeline is that the new york trial about stormy daniel stuff actually does start at the end of march and lasts let's say a month or so then sometime in april we might have an initial verdict. Obviously there'll be appeals and blah, blah, blah. And sentencing will be even later, but we might have a verdict in April for one of the criminal trials. And then maybe a reasonable time for the DC case to actually get like started, assuming that they don't slow walk it too much is May or June. Right. And then we're having like a potential verdict for that right around the conventions or maybe it'll last a little while longer maybe that trial would be going on during the republican convention which is in july i think i will of course check that (laughs) but yeah it's july but you gotta think that the level of ignorance will drop a little bit over the course of the year right right please i don't know It's crazy. It's entirely nuts at this point. It's all like, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so ne- next up on that kind of stuff, Fanny Willis. Oh, jeez. I, I, so, I, 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 look. I am, I am angry. I'm angry too. I mean, th- this is so self-inflicted bullshit. This is. I'm sorry, but. You needed to have done one of two things. Either you needed to have disclosed this up front, mm-hmm. or at the moment that you just disclosed it now, you needed to have announced your resignation and who the fuck was taking over. So here, there are a couple of things here. 
So just to be clear for anybody who's not following along, this is the whole thing with Fannie Willis apparently having an affair with one of the lawyers working for her on this case. Right. And the Republicans, Republicans, one of the defense lawyers for the various people she's indicted had brought this up as a reason saying, petitioning the court to throw them off the case because of this, because it's a conflict of interest. And they had brought up that she had accepted basically self-dealing on money because she hired this guy and then he paid for vacations with her. That was the argument. Look, look, look. Well, well uh, okay. Well, let's be clear about this. I, I was going to say, like, in the document that she submitted today to the court that admitted that she had a relationship with this guy, she also provided evidence of a couple of things. One, she did not hire him after the relationship existed. It was not, we have a relationship and now I'm going to hire my boyfriend. It was, she hired him and then they had an affair. Right. I'm not sure that's a lot better, but whatever. But also that they alternated paying for trips and stuff. So it wasn't like she was funneling money back to her own benefit directly. And so basically her argument in the document right now is, yes, there was an affair. However, nothing related to this introduces anything that's unfair or biased or anything else that would affect this trial. So there are no grounds to remove me from the trial. And apparently there's also a thing in Georgia I heard today and anybody who knows different, please correct me that there's a Georgia law that basically says if she is removed from her case, her entire office has to be removed from the case because they are considered to just be subsidiary to her. So there's a real question. If if she is removed from this case, whether or not it continues at all, if she resigns, I'm not sure that that's clear either, whether there's somebody ready and willing to to pick up or whether they have to have a special election for her position and the new person might drop it entirely. That's not clear to me right now. I've heard a number of people say that with the document that she submitted today, the chance of the judge explicitly removing her if she doesn't remove herself is very low. Okay. Because she's provided a bunch of information that basically says the things that you were worried, the things that the Republicans were saying I was doing in terms of the monetary stuff is just not true. And so therefore, you know, whether or not we had a, a relationship is irrelevant to the case basically is the argument. I don't know how this will, I don't know how this will play out, but the bottom line to me, like, I don't know if she had to resign immediately, but the whole thing just smacks of incredibly bad judgment all around. I, that, that, and that's, that, that's my point. This is really bad. And, and cause, cause he, here's the thing by the, uh, apparently by the time this started, cause she says the relationship started after she brought him on to help with the case. That means the case was already ongoing, highly sensitive, 
nationally visible case with everybody fucking watching it. And what do you do? You decide to have an affair with someone who works for you. No. Like, even, like, there are very few workplaces where that's considered acceptable. You know? It's like, okay, I I understand, you know, sometimes people get involved with their coworkers. But if you're, like, if it's someone who works for you, you need to either not have that relationship and just fucking control yourself, or you sever that relationship, you sever the professional relationship, and then you go ahead and do whatever the fuck you want. You know, it's it's just like the 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 poor judgment shown here, because what she has done is regardless of the truth of the matter, regardless of whether or not it affects the the trial and got bias and introduced in some way. I don't think it does, but you have given all the Trumpies something to hammer you over the head with. I don't even care about that. Look, it, 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 that's irrelevant to me. It's, it's bad judgment anyway. Right. But at the same, exactly. I, I mean, my, my, I don't, but at the same time, you are, you are giving you, you are unnecessarily giving something that distracts away from this very important thing you were working on. That, that's the, and that's the point. I mean, I don't really care about, you know, in all of these things in these situations. One of the most important things is that you need to project the correct sense, the correct impartiality in the process, especially when you're hiring somebody. Because the one thing is that I understand the relationship is that Fannie Willis hired hired this attorney under contract to do. Yep. This prosecution, because I guess it's beyond the scope, you know, in terms of how much work needed to be done in order to do this. And a bunch of other people, too, by the way. He was like one of three major people, and there are a lot of other lower level people as well. She staffed up to do this. Right, 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 right. She staffed up to do this. And it's just one of these things where, I mean, look, I've known a lot of people that have had like relationships with their subordinates, okay, and some that have been fine, some that have been questionable. My my whole thing is that the reality is that whenever that happens, it always raises questions about how impartial are you about how you're, how that work is going, how those payments are happening, and why, and so forth, and so on. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, just, and just in general, I, I'll, I'll add, like, you're absolutely right. Just in any situation where a boss and a subordinate are getting involved, it's, it's always going to be messy and there are all kinds of questions. Yeah. Yeah. But in this case, like you were going after the former president of the fucking United States, Donald J fucking Trump. Right. You need to be making sure absolutely everything from top to bottom is done by the fucking book. Yep. 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 And, and that you are getting everything right. And you are being super careful about everything and the way not to do that. Oh, I'll, I'll just go have an affair with one of the, the 
lawyers I hired to run this for me. Yeah. No. It's just, it's just stupid. It's dumb. And I, I, I agree with your very first statement. I'm mad. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, how are you going and fucking this up? You know, there, there's, there's so much here that you need to be getting right. And you're, you're, you're potentially screwing it all up because you couldn't keep your hands off each other. Come on. Yeah. 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 You know, just, just say no, as they said, you know, like I, I or look, if it happened here, here's one thing they should have dis- or disclose right away. Exactly. Yeah. Make it public, disclose right away, say this is happening. And, and, you know, and if there was a, a, a you, and we don't, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to, uh, exactly. I don't want people to believe that this is, you know, they're, they're this is an at work. It's because of inappropriate reasons things are happening, but this happened and here's full disclosure. And it doesn't take like this fucking like divorce thing to, to all of a sudden force her hand to actually come out and say it. Or, or like I said, the, you know, if they really wanted to do this, the right way, quote unquote, is that he should have resigned right? so that the business relationship was no longer there and then go do whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. Yep. But like, get that conflict off the table right away. Like, you know, a hundred percent. No, no. You know, it's, And I know they were probably trying to keep it secret because he still had his divorce proceedings going on. He was technically right. still married. Right. And like, apparently this is a fairly acrimonious divorce, not one of these like, you know, handshake, we're still friends things, you know? Yep. So, yep. Yep. so he, so they were keeping it secret. And if he suddenly resigned, that would make some obvious something was going on, you know, I don't know, but it's just really disappointing. It's like, come on now from what I'm hearing, it seems like the chances of this actually being a derailing event that screws up the Rico charge is low right now, not zero, but low. So, okay, maybe they'll get past this, but it's still like, okay, come on. It still doesn't make me unpissed. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, all right. That that's one thing that makes lots of people stupid. Like you know, yeah. I I'll be honest. You know, I've got stupid things in my history too that I've done when it comes to that kind of stuff. And man, you know, just like libido and stuff. May, may, maybe they should just sterilize everybody before they hit puberty. And uh, no, no, no. Let's not. No, let's not. That, that, that's a bad idea. No. Look, I no, I, I no. Will say that as an adult, no, yeah, I, I, I will say that as an adult, I have tried to steer away from those issues. I'm not going to say that I was a saint about it, but, 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 I, I definitely, especially, no, I will say that flat out as an adult with subordinates. No, no. Yeah, maybe coworkers or people, you know, in the office, yes, but with somebody that was a subordinate, you, you know, I can I can kind of see coworkers, you know, like look, you meet people at work, right? That's just reality. That's one of the main places you can meet people. 
but not a subordinate. Ne- ne- I mean, yeah, never that's, a subordinate. That's just always uh, bad news. And now, uh, yeah, no, no, I, 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 I just, and not that I wasn't tempted by, by subordinates, but no, 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 no. Now, if that subordinate then later became a coworker of mine, that's a different story. But, 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 that but, but no, it's just not good. Bad, bad, bad. So one last, it's not really a Trump thing, but I think it's worth mentioning with regard to just the Trump and MAGA world's disregard at best for the violence they're inciting. I mean, that's a big part of the whole January 6th case and all that kind of stuff. But the latest we had was this guy in Pennsylvania beheading his father and then going on like an anti-Biden rant and all this kind of stuff. Now, obviously no one specifically was out there being like, Hey, everybody go behead your friends and family who are liberals. But no, and and obviously this guy has something wrong with him undoubtedly, but it's, it's just, this is, this is the worry with the increasing stridency of of all of these conversations of like you're stealing our country from us and all this kind of stuff is that there is a significant portion of people out there who are going to take it seriously and are going to be violent and i just you, you have Donald Trump's lawyers in one of their specific appeals related to this whole taking him off the ballot thing specifically warned and said that there was danger of, I forget the exact language they used, but massive chaos if if you keep Trump off the ballot. And it, it's just incredibly worrying, you know, that and you can see some of it on the on the democratic side as well but it's the it seems to be much bigger on the republican side right now where there's just a huge subset that's just itching for violence under the right circumstance yeah well it, it's you know I was talking about dog whistles and this all this kind of stuff right and you know, we've had it. This isn't the first case. And, you know, you could say that, oh, well, there are some extremists on the left too, but it's not at the level of vilification and extremism that you were seeing on the right. It just isn't. It's part of the core brand almost at this point. Yeah, it is. And I mean, this entire vilification of, all federal employees, for example, that anyone that works for the government is some part of a, a deep state psyop whole thing. And, and this is like said over and over by so many in, 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 in the GOP right now, where they vilify everyone in government. And, you know, yeah, I mean, we talk about all these issues stuff like defunding the police and so forth and so on. But, but, you know, I don't, I don't see 
anybody going and beheading police officers. You know, I, I just worry that in this environment, the we're going to have an explosion at some point. Well, fuck. I mean, you don't we're worry. Dude, we on January 6th, for God's sakes. Yeah, no. I'm just worried it's going to get worse. It's just going to get worse and worse. I don't know it, it, before it gets better. I mean, eventually I have faith it'll get better, but I worry that it's going to get worse before it, it gets better. And obviously you get you got people getting beheaded in Pennsylvania. I mean. Beheaded. Beheaded. I mean, it's insane. No, and it was just a, people getting beheaded. It was the son of the guy that beheaded him. I mean, I mean it was his son that beheaded him. All right, we need to wrap up. So anyway, the stuff at the end of the show, we're done. We're done. Curmudgeons-corner.com. Join us uh, there for seeing our, our how to get in contact us, email, Facebook, Mastodon, all of that. You can also find there our archives of our show going all the way back for years and years and years and years now, if you're curious, with transcripts on the most recent episodes, like, I don't know, going back six months now, something like that. And of course, also our Patreon, where you can give us cash money at various levels. We will mention you on the show. We will send you a postcard. We will send you a mug. And importantly, at $2 a month or more, or if you just ask us, we will invite you to our Curmudgeon's Corner Slack, where Yvonne and I and various listeners are chatting throughout the week. And it's a lot of fun. You should join us. Yeah. So anyway, uh, something from the Slack that's interesting. Well, let me try. Let me try. I'll try. Try. I'll just try. See. Okay. Try. Try. Try, Yvonne. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, here it is. Look. Somebody in Germany posted a job for a Windows 3.111 administrator. Apparently, the German uh, rails, some of them still need Windows 3.11, Sam. Can you fucking believe that? <laughs> yeah, is that still supported by Microsoft? Not even remotely. I mean, shit, you can't even get them to give you Windows 7 support. or X You can't get 7. I mean, I, I think seven, maybe X, XP for sure. No way. Okay. What was it that we found out like a year or two ago that like IMAX projectors, like you had, you had to upload the software on a floppy or they were run by a Palm pilot or so, something crazy like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Like there's still really ancient legacy hardware and software sticking around in all these obscure places where frankly it's like it works why would we change it right but at some point it just gets ridiculous well, well i saw that also this week that apparently courts in japan in the last week finally eliminated a requirement that some certain filings also be submitted in floppy disk Yeah, uh, there's so much of that stuff just hiding in obscure places. Yes. Anyway, that's it for the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to yet another Curmudgeon's Corner. And we'll be back around next week, hopefully. And everybody, stay safe, have a good time, all that sort of thing. Goodbye. Bye.
Okay, I'm hitting stop and hoping for the best.